yes, we are back, Walk the Line fans. Time for another show. We're here at Impact Sports here at Michigan State University. My name is Dan Cryer, and sitting with me again, thankfully, is my big, bad, main man, Brooks Lambeer. What's up, Cryer? What's up, man? How you doing, dude? How you enjoying the weather? I'm going to ask you this week. Oh, my God, man. It's awful. Like, the snow needs to just go away. It needs to just go away, he says. And today, you know, we're we're here in the third week of November, and I just realized that we have a month left until winter officially starts. Mm-hmm. And so somebody today was calling it Snowvember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got about 18 degrees outside. We got uh, It's not really accumulating like it is in Buffalo right now at this time, oh, but God. it's yeah. just blow blowing everywhere, you know, snow, wind. It's freezing. I got to dust my car off. So here we are at Michigan State. We We do love it here. But uh, everybody who who lives in this area knows that dealing with winter is half of the year. So, uh, yeah, nothing we can do but just get in here and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I know what you're saying. So, we're in a good mood. Uh, Michigan State football had, I would call, a choppy but successful uh, visit to College Park, Maryland last Saturday. Did you? I mean, Michigan State ended up getting out of there with a 37-15 to victory. The game stayed under, but Michigan State covered the 12 points and looked solid. They got a really good performance by Langford, and Geiger hit three field goals in the first half. So, uh, Brooks, what did you think of that game? I mean... I think they went in there and they made a statement. They got, they got it done, but by no means did, uh, you know, they play a perfect game. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, I, I mean, they're at the point of the season right now where, you know, let's get the 10 wins. We're almost, we're there. You know, we have nine. Hey, so we nine, have eight. We have, we have eight. eight. Let's get nine. Let's get nine. And then go to Penn State and get 10. Yeah, let's go to Penn State and get 10. Mm-hmm. Let's play. Let's get a good bowl game. Let's finish the year off strong. You know, and set and set success up for the next season. Yeah, and so let's do a quick spin through because uh, there were some interesting games last week. Is a really really big uh, week of college football, and one of the interesting things I'll just touch on because you said a really good bowl for Michigan State is a potential uh, thing now. Uh, one big thing that really people don't really understand: Arizona State was ranked uh, higher than we were. And they dropped a game at Oregon State. That's just knocking them out of anything. So that kind of opens up a good bowl, better than the Outback or the the Outback or the Citrus Bowl. Now it's called the Capital One Bowls. Now the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. Yeah. But those are good bowls. But it would be great to do the Fiesta Bowl or the Orange Bowl. And those are possibilities for Michigan State right yes. now. So you know. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah, well, it could be. Yeah, so now we'll just wait on that, though. We got a couple games to take care of. But last week, like I said, was great. I mean, Mississippi State went in. They did cover the spread against Alabama, but they came up short. They trailed for most of the game, and Alabama just kind of was just too five-star for them. What, what did you think of that? Yeah, they were just Alabama, they, they're a well-coached team, and you can't, you, even if they're having, <laughs> it's funny, a bad season for them is one or two losses. Right. Just because of how much success yeah, they've had. Yeah, they're nine and one now. Yeah, that's the funny part, just that, that's a bad season for them. But, you know, they're, they're a bunch of five stars. Uh, Amari Cooper looked great. Yeah, I think Blake's, like I said, Blake Sims. Yeldon, right? He's, yeah. He's the running back. He, he had a touchdown that was big. Yeah, Blake Sims Blake has figured Sims. it out. And it that was the key at the quarter quarterback position was someone needs to figure it out whether it was the backup quarter uh, backup quarterback that was transferred from Florida State or Blake Sims. So they found it out, and I think this is the team you need to watch out for. You know, and my whole criticism of Alabama is yeah, I'm never a huge Lane Kiffin fan. I never understand why the guy gets any credit whatsoever. And it was just it, 
he's the offensive coordinator, and basically Alabama could do nothing other than let, let Blake Slim scramble for third down, first downs, and then just give it to Yeldon. There was really nothing to it. It was like, do the bare minimum because we're just better than you to win. So it was funny. But Alabama's defense is amazing too. Just defenders, five-star. They really held Prescott down. He he had some decent yards passing because he eventually had to start passing. But he took 22 carries so he, where he just ran straight up the middle and only had 82 yards. So, I mean, that's not very, very good. And they really bottled him up. So Alabama jumped to number one in the college football playoffs. Do you think that they deserve to be there? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think Oregon is there. I I. I, I think they're a team that can be beaten again. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they still have some games left to play, plus yep. the Pac-12 championship. Yep. But Alabama also has the SEC championship. Yep. And, you know, like you said, Alabama's defense. Landon Collins, a very good young recruit they have, uh, playing very well at the safety position for them, Alabama. Florida State, to me, is still that 10-0 team that just played the easy games. They, and they, did, look, played they a came back again. They were down 22-7, to and mm-hmm. they just came back like they always do, and they won 30-26 to and covered that meager 2.5 yeah, spread. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is I've listened to some stuff in ESPN. Some people say Alabama, I think Kirk Herbstreit said this, Alabama, or not Alabama, Florida State looks bored almost. Like, right. But that I, 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 I don't think that's the case, though. I okay. just I. I like if if you're really that bored, you'd be up by a lot, and then you let them come back, you know, because that that's how I that's how I perceive yeah. bored. I don't perceive bored as okay. We're gonna let them run the score up early in the first half, and then we're gonna just come back. They've done it so many times, though. Yeah. So it, it is a trend. They're gonna get caught out. And one then of these Mississippi games. State fell to fourth in the college football rankings, and I agree with that because they went to Alabama, tough place, and ended up the the very late touchdown was really twenty five to thirteen, and I was cheering because I said I had picked Mississippi State to cover. I picked them to win, but that means I wanted them to cover, so I was happy. Mm. And so I I always say take the points versus the money line. So I took the points. And they scored a late touchdown, baby, and it was great. And, you know, the coach uh, for, remind me, Mississippi State's coach, Dan, Dan, Mullen. Dan Mullen, he let the clock run down. It didn't I make sense. Was negligent coaching. Yeah. That, that why? That's been all over. Yeah. That's why it's it's funny. Like that There's was, been yeah. some really bad SEC coaching. Oh, my. They're all Between over. the Auburn-Texas A&M game, oh, the, yeah. the, yep. the, the Ole Miss-LSU game when we watched, that, that made no sense to me. And then what Dan Mullen did, like that's just awful. You need you had because yeah, they onside kick, but it wouldn't have mattered. There's only 15. No, seconds yeah, it wouldn't. Of time. Have. Okay, so just to spin on to what I want to talk about, bad coaching. I just want to run through this. There's, here's just because he mentioned Auburn. Auburn went to Georgia and got spanked, but Gurley is now re-injured. He's so done. Georgia's good, and they were doing well without him. But they he, were. They had they got him back for one game. It, his knee is ripped up. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, just a funny thing. Northwestern was. Plus 17 and a half, and Notre Dame kept fumbling on the one. And it was hilarious because Brian Kelly, man, I just need to get this recorded and say he was up 34 to 29. He went for two after a touchdown. Yeah, why? So it, it was 40 to 29. He could have kicked an extra point to make it 41 29. That enabled the 40 to 29. Northwestern came and scored and got a two point conversion, making it 40 to 37. They were able to tie with a field goal in the final drive, go to overtime and win. So, like, you're an idiot, Brian Kelly, for going for two there. I just, that's a fact. You should have just gone for the one and gone up by 12, and Northwestern would have had to punched in a touchdown at the end. Well, yeah, and then Notre Dame is a place where you don't want the fans on your bad side because of their historical football traditions, like being coached in SEC school. Yeah, and now they host Louisville, and, and they, they're out of the rankings. They're seven and three. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's humiliating, and I enjoyed it. My undergrads from Northwestern, I thought that, you know, Northwestern hung in there and played good D. And Northwestern's four and six has two games left. They can get bowl eligible. That was cool. 
Another fun Big Ten game that I liked because it was so funny, and we were both correct about the spread. I actually picked it under, but the final score was 59-24. Wisconsin annihilated Nebraska after Nebraska went up 17-3. to Unbelievably. Then Melvin Gordon goes off. I mean, literally, in three quarters, he only carried 25 times, and he had 408 yards, a new NCAA football record surpassing LaDainian Tomlinson's old mark of 406 yards, and he had four touchdowns, and this happened in three quarters. So do you think he's now with Mariota and Prescott at the top of the Heisman list now? Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon was always there, but he needed a breakout game, and he got his breakout <laughs> game, and, and I think uh, setting a, a new NCAA record just helps him in the Heisman race even more. Yeah, uh, He's a good running back, and a lot of people have talked about if uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, – doesn't uh, sign again the with the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Then Melvin Gordon's a place that you know Pete Carroll really, really likes Melvin Gordon. So yeah, I, I, anybody likes Melvin Gordon right now. And it, it's funny because Wisconsin just wasted Nebraska a few years ago in the Big Ten championship game, like two three years ago. Yeah, like seventy to twenty one. Mm-hmm. So like Nebraska just doesn't know how to play Wisconsin. <laughs> but, so just remember that for the future. All right. So that brings us to. And I don't like this number, and but I have to say it. NCAA Week 13, ooh, stings. I just don't like 13. <laughs> All right, superstitious man. I am. It, these games are going to be played Saturday, November 22nd, and the first game that we're going to talk about is going to take place here in town in East Lansing. Michigan State uh, Spartans are going to return home for the final home game of the season because it's the Rutgers game, and then on the 30th, uh, excuse me, the 29th, it will be uh, at Penn State. So Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, just came off of a win over Indiana. Indiana's not that good. Rutgers getting no respect whatsoever, okay? They are plus 22. So Michigan State is minus 22, favored by more than three touchdowns. The over-under is 57.5. I looked at the weather report. We're talking low 40s, like rain, frozen rain, and it's a 12 noon start on Big Ten Network. So just the time of day... I don't know, man. Like, why don't you talk a little bit about what you expect to see in this game? I mean, Gary Nova is not a bad quarterback. Uh, so everyone that's counting out Rutgers to not even, you know, come up and sh- and show up just at Spartan Stadium, you're, you're you're a little crazy for that. Yes. Uh, this this Rutgers team is very good. They can beat teams. Uh, they've played teams very well. I mean, they did beat uh, Penn State uh, earlier in the season. That game was very close. Yeah. Uh, but they've just kept it. They just it was kept thirteen ten, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, thirteen ten, and they've just kept you know they've kept it alive against good teams. Now uh, they got blown out. Yeah, they got blown out by Ohio State, Nebraska, Wisconsin. Very good teams. Um, you know it. It's your first year in the Big Ten. You got to make a transition. Everyone knew is probably gonna be Rutgers or Maryland at the bottom of the you know East. East, right? They're new. They're not used to it, and yeah. it's tough competition. Yeah, but they're still well, good team. They're, and they're bowl eligible. They're, they're Wait, are, aren't they? Are they have six wins, don't they? Yes, they do. They have six wins. Right, that's they pretty are, good. Yes, hey. they are six and four. And then even Mark D'Antonio was quoted in this press conference this week saying he likes Gary Nova. He thinks he's a very good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so you know when Mark D'Antonio gives respect to the opposition, especially the quarterback, you know you have to be careful as a defense. My question yeah. then with the weather, because really they're they're looking. You know, right now as we speak, where it's like eighteen degrees and snowy, but it's going to be a veritable heat wave to get up to the 40s, but then the rain's coming in. So, like, that, does that indicate anything for the over-under in your mind? I mean, I think it does because I don't know how much you're going to pass because, like you said, Gary Nova's a very good quarterback, Yeah, but maybe this favors Michigan State because they have Jeremy Langford who runs the ball very well. Yeah. 
Yep, and it chews up clock when you have the running game. So, yes. Um, would you like to pick first, or should I go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay, the way I'm looking at this, 22 points is a lot. If this game took place a few weeks ago, because Rutgers has has had some tough tough games. You know, they got served pretty hard by Wisconsin, I believe. Well, three games in a row they got served. They did. Ohio State, Wisconsin, and I'm trying to think. Nebraska. And Nebraska. They didn't. It, it was bad. But we, the weather, I'm talking the weather. So the 22 is too much in my mind. Do I think Michigan State wins? Yes. As Brooks pointed out, even last week, Michigan State is very, it, they just don't want to put four quarters together. They're suspect. And so that's the thing. I mean, Michigan State has what it takes talent-wise and good coaching. They're going to coast to a victory, I believe. So I have 34-19, to 19, right? It's a weird score because I think it's going to be a weird day with maybe a punt uh, snapped over the kicker's head for a fumble or something, you know what I mean? Safety. Mixed, yeah, just safeties and stuff. So I got it staying under the 57.5 because of the weather. So 34-19, that's going to total out there at uh, 53, and it's going to stay under. So and, and I think Michigan State at this point doesn't need to do anything more than just get to 10-2. and two. That's awesome. D- good respect. And then, like I said, hopefully Fiesta Bowl or Orange Bowl versus maybe a Baylor, maybe a Mississippi State if they fall out or something like that. Yeah. So. I mean, nervous of Baylor, but I think, I mean, look at Rutgers. They give up 56, 42, and 37, right. you know, when they play Ohio State, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. All the teams have very good running games. Yeah. I'm going to say this one goes over because Michigan State wow. has a good running game. Okay. It doesn't look like they defend the run very well. Okay. So, running, I'm going to say Michigan State covers this easily. Wow, okay. Yes. I'm going to say Michigan State wins. I'm going to say they put up... 45 and Rutgers gets 21. All right, you have winning by 24 points. See, and this is this harkens back to the days of Ryan Smith and me where we go, oh, it's on. Yes, it is. Because you and I, we rarely disagree fully on, we do. on both. We're usually pretty around the yeah, same. Yeah, so, so I have I have Michigan State winning with the out covering by 15 only, and it's staying under. Brooks has it at 45 21, which is totals out at 66 points. So you have it going over with the cover. So it's on, buddy boy. It is on. All right, all right. We're, this is awesome. I can't wait. All right, cool. And I, I mean, I really do. I think we both agree. Michigan State's on its way to nine and two, and that's respectable. That that Ohio State game, the Oregon game, those we we don't like to play teams that start with O. I that's that's O and two against the O teams. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a bitter, bitter pill to swallow, and that's going to be the legacy of the season. But I think it'll be you know, let's get to ten and two, get to this good bowl, and then Michigan State can feel you know a good sense of pride about being ten and two. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a very respectable, very respectable uh, uh, record to have. So this one I'm bringing up not because of any huge reason. I just think it's a funny game because it's there's not a huge amount of great games in NCAA this week. But Big Ten, Maryland, who Michigan State just played, we saw they're not the greatest team. The quarterback had three interceptions against Mich- against Michigan State. They're now going to Michigan. Michigan's on a two-game win streak over some pretty inferior opponents, but. Michigan's minus 5.5 at home with a very low over-under of 41.5. So this is one that I would like you to assess because, you know, based on what you saw Michigan State playing Maryland last week and you know what Michigan's been doing, like, I, do you think the 5.5 is too much? I mean, looking at an over-under, expect to be a very low-scoring game here. Yeah. I, I, 41.5, I think this is going over because Maryland puts up points. And Michigan may just put up enough to put that over. So... I don't, I I don't think Michigan cover. I I don't think Michigan wins. I think Maryland's a better team, honestly. I mean, wow. If you just 
I mean, the the teams that Maryland, I mean, they've played Syracuse, they beat Indiana, they beat Iowa, they beat Penn State. You know, I, I just don't think you know, they beat South Florida. They hung in there with West Virginia. I think Maryland's a better team. I yeah. guess they're going in the big house, so I guess there's an advantage I mean, there. Michigan still has a chance. They're, they're, they they need this game. It's one gonna, game for because both. Because they'll go to 6-5 and then probably lose. We're going to assume they're going to lose to Ohio State, but we never know. Yeah. But so Michigan really needs this one for bowl eligibility. Yes. That's where, that's where the pressure comes in. Yes. You know, I'm going to you know, I'm, I'm really, say that they don't win this one. Michigan does not win. They don't win. Wow. They don't win, and I'm and I, I don't think they make the any bowl game this year. And Brady Hill gets canned. Wow. Yeah. All right. So then, give me a score. Maryland wins. How? Yeah, I'm going to say Maryland wins this game. Let's see. They're putting up. They're averaging anywhere from like twenty. You know, the thirties. You know, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Maryland puts up. 42 against Michigan. Wow. Because they can throw the ball. Right. I know they did. You really? This is great. Go on. Go yeah. on. I'll comment in a second. They did lose their top wide receiver, Diggs. So, okay. you know, that that's that's one yeah, thing. Kidney laceration. Yes. He Against Michigan State, he was suspended for one game because he pushed a ref in the face. So not a good move, dude. Yes. But then he got his cat, kidney lacerated because of karma because you shouldn't push people in the face. But anyway, go on. Yes. So I just think, you know, Brown loves to throw the ball. I yeah. mean, the, the kid throw, has thrown the ball 270 times for 1,723 yards. All right, so you got Maryland at 42. What's yeah. Michigan getting? I'm going to say Michigan gets, they haven't really been scoring much lately. I mean, if all the season. You're going to get them crushed. <laughs> I yeah. am. I'm going to say Michigan gets, uh, I'll give them 17. 42 to 17. That would definitely get Brady Hoke fired. Yeah, I think That means would. an interim coach is totally there for the Ohio State game, yeah. and then they'll just try to win for that guy. Yeah. So, like, that's that's a cool th- prediction. I think it's cool. I mean, Michigan, the most points they put up this year are, that's what, see, they put up 18. They put up 34 against Indiana, <laughs> and Indiana sucks. I'm not scoffing at you. I mean, this yeah. is awesome. We'll see. The over/under is 41 and a half. You have well, they Maryland put 52 40. against Appalachian State. My bad. So that's the most they put. But you, the over/under is only 41.5, and you have Maryland scoring 42. So that would be very interesting. That would not be good for Brady Hoke. That no, would not be wouldn't. a good career. It wouldn't savor there. All right, I have Michigan winning, but not covering. So low-scoring game. I have a staying under. I have Michigan winning 21-17. Yes, getting to the six and five. Yes, losing to Ohio State six and six. Yes, going to like the tire bowl or the you know wherever the Belky tire, <laughs> the one at Ford Field, the little little Caesar's Pizza Bowl. That one is too good for them. <laughs> and they, they need to go to somewhere like in like you know a different place. I'm not going to knock some other state. Okay, okay, but and I do like Little Caesars Pizza. It's it's good if somebody else buys it and I go eh, and <laughs> humiliate myself by going. Maybe the new pretzel pizza. Do they have pretzel pizza? Yeah, apparently they All do right. now. I know where Brooks and I are going to eat, but are they even <laughs> open right now? Who? Yeah, cares? they probably are. Point is. Michigan's going to win 21-17. It breaks my heart to say it, but you know what? Michigan's going to get 6-5 and five bowl eligible, and uh, it is what it is. But Hoke will still end up getting fired at the end of the season or okay. let go or whatever they're going to say, resigns. All right. But he's going to make sense. All right, we're going to take a trip out west now. And we got the Arizona Wildcats, who are ranked 15th in the nation, going up against the Utah Utes, ranked 17th in the nation. And the Utes are good at home, and the Utes just won in overtime over Stanford 
last week. So Stanford's now at 5-5 five and five in the season. They really crumbled this year. And um, Utah's minus 4 with an over-under 53.5. So, I mean, it's just a quick game. Like, I've seen Utah do great at home. So what do you think, Brooks? Yeah, I mean, Arizona's been a team of surprise. They beat a couple teams last-minute Hail Marys. Rich Rod. Rich Rod, yeah, you know, Rich Rod on offense. They have a very good quarterback, uh, freshman quarterback that's, you know, stepping up and playing well for them. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Anu Solomon. So, yeah, Anu Solomon, uh, 441 attempts, 3,058 yards. He only has a 58% completion percentage. So that's not very – he needs to raise that. But as a freshman, 25 TDs, 7 interceptions. Wow. So in that offense, that's – you know, that that's it spreads the, them out. It's that the is the explosive Rich Rod, yeah. Rich Rod yeah. offense we knew at West Virginia, what never appeared at the Michigan. The question is, can Utah just sh- sh- stop him, shut him down? Because, you know, we're looking at USC. Cody Kessler, I looked, he has 29 touchdown passes and three interceptions only, but Utah kind of kept him in check and then won at the very last second they against did. USC. That's a nice win. They, like I said, they beat Stanford. And Utah's a very good defensive team. Yeah. The over-under is 53.5, so what do you got for this one? 53.5, what's the spread? Uh, Utah minus four. Minus four. Yep. Okay. I can go first on this one if you'd you. You like. go first. Yeah, because I think Utah is going to handle its business. I'm not saying Arizona's overrated, not by any stretch. I mean, they're eight and two in the season. That's good. They're going to go to a good bowl game, and Rich Rod really did do a good job with them. They've defeated Oregon. That's Oregon's only loss. But Utah is playing well at home. I I think it's going to stay under because of the defense. So I so I'm going to go with Utah winning 27-21 and covering. And uh, you know it's. It's it's one of those where I'm going to say that now. You know, last week I made a couple picks and then I switched on Sunday. Like I, I picked the lines and I switched on Sunday to uh, Arizona. And this one I might think a little harder. But right now I think I'm going to say Utah 27-21. I'm going to stick with it. And I'm going to say the Utes are going to cover at home and they're going to you know, stay under. And then they're going to move to 8-3. and three, And this is going to be a great season for them because nobody, nobody really expected them to do that well. No, no, they didn't. So yep. for my turn. Yep, what do you think? Okay. Utah does play very well at home, and I think, you know, with that loss to Oregon that they know they probably should have had early, that close loss to Arizona State in overtime, you know, I don't know how much of a possibility there is for them to get to the—I don't think there's a possibility for them to get to the Pac-12 championship game, but to get to get to a decent yeah, bowl. A good, good, they're going to get to a good bowl for yeah, them. Yeah, they're going to get to a good mm-hmm. bowl. I'm going to say that Utah wins. Okay. And what's the over-under 50? Over-under 53 and a half and Utah minus four. Okay, I'm going to say Utah covers. All right. I'm going to say Utah wins, and they've gotten up into the 30s here. So I'm going to say in Arizona with a high-scoring offense, Utah, 35. All right. Arizona, 28. All right, you got them winning by a touchdown in a game that goes over because you got it at 63 points. All right, so... We, we both agree Utah's going to cover. We I think it's going to be a little lower scoring. But like I said, this is one I'm going to think a little harder about. This is kind of like a spring it on me game. And it, it's one where I don't really feel that comfortable. So this one, I, I would, I don't, I'm a little hesitant as you can hear. My conviction is not there, but I'm going to say that Utah's going to win just like Brooks did. So now here's one that I have a little bit of personal stock in. The USC Trojans in their annual crosstown rivalry with the UCLA Bruins. And I could go into all sorts of funny acronyms about UCLA. Because I have my master's degree from USC, School Cinema Television, uh, the Trojans. The part of me is a Trojan. Um, a little bit of Wildcat, a little bit of Line Eye. Got a little bit of uh, Trojans here, but right now I'm a Spartan. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been on both sides of the Trojan War here, you know. But so you're Greek and Greek and Roman. Yes. Okay. But here's the deal. 
and and a little bit of Mesopotamian in there, <laughs> you know. Yes, I might be from Turkey a little bit. Maybe. Any, anyway, point is, I'm a, I love I love USC when they're they're good. I love bandwagoning USC. This year, it's been tough to bandwagon them because they got beat in a hail mary by Arizona State. We just talked about they lost to Utah. Okay, now UCLA is higher rated right now. UCLA had a very tough beginning of the season. So USC's nineteenth, seven and three overall. US UCLA eight and two, up to ninth. So UCLA is minus four in this game, and the over under is sixty point five. All right. So people are thinking Kessler's having a great season. That USC is a hot pick right now. So what do you think about this? I think USC gets this done. I I you know they're going into UCLA. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, Rose Bowl. They know they up. shouldn't be at seven and three. They should be higher than what they are. They yep. should probably be. Boston you know, College knocked and, them out. They should probably be eight and two. They probably feel like they should be nine and one. To be yeah. honest with you, in, in the with hunt. Arizona State. Yes, totally. They feel like they should be in the hunt for this playoff, but they kind of took themselves out early. Yep. You know UCLA to me. I mean points against seventy ninth, twenty seven point nine. They're giving up. I mean, I mean. For crying out loud, they only won twenty to seventeen against Texas, and Texas isn't a great team, offensively at least. I guess, but I guess now Texas is turned around at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But you know, double overtime against Colorado at Colorado, yeah, you know, very close with Arizona. Um, you know, their defense has shown, but then Washington forty-four to thirty, they fluctuated so much. But I think with the USC offense, Cody Kessler, good wide receivers, good running game, very true. Do have a solid defense. They I do. think USC wins this game. All right. So the over under is sixty point five. You think it's going over? I'm gonna say. Cause, cause I'm gonna they're say, winning. They're plus four, so they're gonna cover. Is that's what you're true. Me. So, yeah. so what? All the other question I have then is: Is it going over sixty point five? I think it is. Okay. I think they can put up at least forty two. All right. So forty two. And I say UCLA gives up. So at least. At least twenty-eight. So I'll say forty-two, twenty-eight. So forty-two to twenty-eight. You got it at seventy points there, and that's that's a lot. And I'm gonna have to say this, man. I completely agree with you because we I agree said, on something today. We do. Here we agree. I have U- USC winning forty-one to thirty. I would love to see that. This game I'm gonna watch and enjoy because Michigan State's in the daytime. Um, Buddy Ryan's brother's gonna be in town. We're gonna have some fun. So we'll watch this game at night. But I think USC is, uh, you know, th- this is great because it's always great in Los Angeles. This is the one they they really care about, yeah. bragging rights. This is where all the actors and the celebrities go to the game and everything. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's in Pasadena, so you know what? I think it's going to be a good game, and it, it's a good way to wrap out the week, you know, and it's kind of a calm week. Michigan State should take care of business against Rutgers, and, you know, there's no huge other like really top 10 matchups other than the two that we talked about there at the end. So Yes. Cool. All right, I got a couple... By a couple, I mean three NFL games to talk about. <laughs> These games are played Sunday, November 23rd, and it's NFL Week 12. So we can get off that NCAA Week 13 back to 12 here. And the first one is the Detroit Lions, who just came off a 14-6 uh, loss in Arizona against the Cardinals team, who really, really does have a great defense. Yes, there was a bad call where the punt that sort of tried to get uh, you know fielded got, got taken by the Detroit guy to midfield. They made up some rule. The Lions got penned in, but they were down at that point because mm-hmm. they're down 14 0. Now the Lions have to go play old Gronk and Br- Brady, the Wonder Wonder team here and, with and now Austin with Jonas Gray on the cover of yeah. Sports Illustrated. Jonas after Gray, getting, man, Detroit Country Day High School. Oh, from, wow. More from my neck of the woods. Wow, he and went so, to Notre Dame. So yeah, they look great. They blew up. They blew up Indianapolis last week, 43 to 20, and now they're minus seven against the Detroit team who lost by eight to Arizona. It's a 1 p.m. game. 
It's going to be cold because it's outdoors. Detroit's not an outdoor team. New England's rolling. The over-under is 48. So what do you think about this one? Well, I think the the Patriots are going to pack the cat up the <laughs> Lions. You know what? <laughs> right? Yes. Because Brady and Gronk are you on fire. Him, you cannot stop They're, Gronk. No, you can't stop Gronk. You can't stop Brady. You can't stop He's, Jonas Gray right now. Shane no. Varina's catching balls out of Man, the backfield. They just signed LeGarrette Blunt today. Yes. So now they have a little third down back for the Jeez. goal line formation but here. That Gronk, man, he, excuse me, he, that Gronk, he really takes everybody the focus on him. And then yes. when you do get him the ball, he's like the Hulk with the ball. Yes. Unbelievable. He is. He is. So easily, I think, I think, I think they cover this game. Yeah. They easily do. And I, I think this game goes over 48. I'm going to say the New England Patriots get at least 28, but I'm going to say they put up 35. All right. And then Detroit gets, they don't play well in the cold. I'll give, I'll, I'll be generous and give them 20. Unbelievable. I had already typed in my score. I didn't exactly say it, but I have New England 34-20. It's exactly what you're saying. It's going to be cold, but Brady's going to get it done. They, they, it's going to be a well-manicured field unless there's some, you know, inclement weather snowstorm happening at the time. Yeah. You know, Detroit's just – and Detroit's going to lose the game and not care that much. They're going to say, nobody expected us to win. We didn't expect to win. We didn't win. We didn't cover. Let's just get home for Thanksgiving, beat the Bears – you know, beat teams like the Buccaneers yes. and get the wild card because mm-hmm. Green Bay's streaking. You know, Green Bay won fifty-three to twenty last week over Philly. Green Bay's looking amazing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, to me, if unless you want to give JJ Watt the MVP because he's defensive MVP, but the overall MVP might be Aaron Rodgers yes. right now. So that's what I'm looking at. And it, it, people might say, "Whoa, New England and Green Bay; those are two great teams." So, yeah. but the Lions, at least they're going to make the playoffs if they handle their biz against the Bears, yes, and the Buccaneers, because because they have seven wins already. They're they seven. do. So anyway, yes. not the worst. So all three of these games is funny. It's home teams minus seven. This one's a big one for the NFC West. Arizona Cardinals, who we just talked about, defeated Detroit fourteen to six last week. They're like nine and one on the season. It's unbelievable. They are going to Seattle, and Seattle's going to be angry because Seattle just lost to Kansas City. Seattle's minus 7 at home with a very low over-under of 41. So 4 p.m. start, I would assume it's going to be raining and gross, but 7 points to me, I, you went first last time, I'm just going to bust this out. I mean, yeah. we've seen these teams, we know what's up. Marshawn Lynch is taking people off. He's great, but it, the cohesiveness isn't there. Mm-hmm. They lost to Casey. Pete Carroll made a really boneheaded call last week with seven minutes to go, down 24-20. He went for it on the two-yard line. Just make it 24-23, man. Then you can get a field goal and win. But they had to always go for a touchdown, and then they lost 24-20. So Pete Carroll, like, you're an idiot for that. You and Brian Kelly should go eat idiot hamburgers and feed each other and try to get smarter. Because, like, you don't go for it with seven minutes to go. Feed each other like babies. Yeah, you just, you guys are morons. Spoon feed each and, other. And you're, you're both pretty good. Brian Kelly, yeah. Pete Carroll, you're awesome. And you look stupid last week. So I have to say that. Just stop. Kick a field goal. Anyway, Seattle minus seven. I think it's too many points. Arizona's defense, that's why it's a 20, it's a 41. So Arizona keeps it close, but loses. But Arizona does keep this baby close. Lots of field goals. So I'm saying 16-13. Wow. Lots of field goals. Seattle wins 16-13. It's going to be a fun one because these games are fun to see these teams. And Seattle's going to show that they do have what it takes, but not enough to cover seven. Yeah. Well, there's two, two good defensive teams here. Yeah. Arizona 
with a very strong defense, as you saw against Detroit last week. We all know about the Seattle Seahawks defense being very strong from last year. Yeah, they're great. They're not where they were last year, but but they're they're still still good. They're still good. The question for me is, you have Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton's been that backup quarterback. He's been shifted around to the Lions, the Jets, the Colts. Now he's with the Cardinals. Can he be that guy for them? I think he has enough around them with Michael with Michael Floyd, Larry yeah. Fitzgerald. I think they have enough. He has enough weapons. And he's on sheltered offense. at home, though. So what do you think now that he's going to be out in the cold with the crowd and everything? I mean, he's used to the cold because he's he's a Michigan boy. He went to Farmington Farmington Hills Harrison, uh, around where I live. He went to Michigan State. He's he's used to the yeah. cold. Okay, I hope I hope he hasn't gotten softened up being in the sun there. Yes, so. no, he's used to the cold. He's fine. All right. So and I I think I think Arizona goes in and wins. Wow. Yes. Wow, that would be great because that would make them ten and one. On yes. The season. That would basically put Seattle out of the playoffs. It would because the 49ers are playing better and there's only two wild card spots and like we said, Detroit has a chance to get to nine wins and such. Yes. So I well. think it's close though because there's two very so, good defensive teams. Yeah. I'm gonna say Drew Stan. Does a nice two-minute drive at the end, either gets him a touchdown or a field goal to win. Okay. But I'm going to go with the field goal more likely. So okay. I'm going to say in a game where it's going to be kept under, Okay. I'm going to say Arizona wins 17-14. 17-14. So you got it staying way under like I do. I mean, we both, I have it I have it going to 29 and you have it to 31. Yeah. So lots of defense, probably some gross weather, you know, but ball control, good defense, yes. good special teams. So we'll see. I mean, I think Seattle wins because they have to have it, and the crowd will n- not let them lose. That's what I think. So we will see. I mean, that and the seven is interesting because sometimes Seattle can go off at home, and Arizona has never really had that feeling yet this season where they start getting smashed. So we'll see. All right, last game, just to briefly touch on it, uh, Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. Denver's minus seven, again, at a third minus seven home team. Over under 48. I find this a very low over under, but Miami tends to grind it out. But Denver just went to St. Louis as nine and a half point favorites and lost 22 7. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a horrible. Manny couldn't. I watched the game. The receivers were open. Manny was just overshooting them. So something was up. They over. They just underestimated the, the Rams, who are four and six on the season. But uh, Denver now, you know, they need to they need to pull together. So what do you think is going to happen? Miami's not a bad team. No, they're not. They're Tannehill has kind of found that out a little bit. Um, you know, not stupendous, but he's very good. Uh, Mike Wallace, I think Mike Wallace is injured a little bit though. So, uh, I think Denver wins this game though. I'm going to say Denver covers. Okay. Uh, Forty over under forty eight. Then what do you think? Miami's one of those inter- interesting teams where they, they can be hot one time, they can be just this awful. Like, you know, like San Diego can go in and then they can hold San Diego to no points. So I'm going to say Denver comes in, especially just because of the loss they had yeah, last week. Yeah, they're ticked off. They are. They they knew they, they should have played better in that game, and it sh- they should have lost a close game or won a close game. Right. I'll say Denver wins this one in a game that goes over – all right. I'm going to say Denver wins 31-21. 31-21. And this is awesome because he cannot see what I'm typing. I've already typed my score in. I say Denver 31-20. This is the second time today. We're off by just one point. I totally agree. I think Denver just had a stinker. That was their stinker. Now they're back home. Miami's not a bad team. And I think holding Denver to 31 at home is not a 
not a horrible thing for Miami, but this is a game that they just don't want to play. I mean, it's a 4 p.m. start in Denver, and so I just uh, I just think this is tailor-made for, for Peyton Manning to strike back yes. and to win and to cover. So you got to yeah. be a thinker, not a stinker. <laughs> So that's NFL. I mean, it's not the best week. It's it's just, you know, it's one of these weeks where Michigan State needs to beat Rutgers and move on and handle their business at Penn State. It's just a business week. That's what I feel like. This is a business like walk the line. Like, let's just take care of business. And we see, you know, the the, the college football final four uh, is, is sitting right now. Alabama one, Oregon two, Florida State three, and then Mississippi State four with TCU dropping to five because they didn't beat Kansas very convincingly. Yes. So we will see what happens. But we I will. mean, a team like Ohio State has a chance now because they're ranked sixth. So, but TCU's Mich- still in it. Yeah, Baylor's, Baylor's still, still in it. it. Oh. So things, I mean, unfortunately, Michigan State not in it, but Michigan State can still make the Orange Bowl or the mm-hmm. Fiesta Bowl. And um, yeah, so all in all, going to be a fun Saturday. I think we're going to have a victory here in East Lansing and people be in a good mood and you know we're getting into basketball season. Michigan State uh, basketball had to play Duke. That's always just horribly frustrating. Yes. But uh, you we're know. We're getting into men's soccer tourney season for Michigan right. State. That's right. Brooks is happy. Michigan State's going to play Oakland University right? Yes on they, Sunday they at 1 p.m. Avenge an earlier season loss where yes. they got upset by uh, Oakland Grizzlies. Yes. So and that's Golden Grizzlies. Golden Grizzlies. Wow. And that's going to be this Sunday? Yes. Sunday at 1 p.m. And it's supposed to be rainy and it's probably going to be a lot like Saturday, so yep. let's see how it goes. All right. Well, I know that Brooks is going to be watching that and loving that. So Yes. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening, and I hope everybody had a good week, and I hope everybody has a fun weekend. We're looking forward to the games. So uh, I do appreciate you listening, and, and take care, and we will be back here next week. Take it easy.